Hello and welcome to episode 132, season 6, episode 20 of the Academically Ooh. Ineligible Podcast. Ah, what's that, made Andrew? It to the end of another season. Yeah. Huh? End of the regular season, that is. Monday, Monday, Monday. Yeah, that's that's going to be easy. Wait, Sounds like a used Monday. car ad. It's Monday. It is Monday. It is a Monday because we're recording this a couple days early because extenuating circumstances Andy and has so on and so forth. To do or people to do. I don't know which yeah, ooh, of those it is. Both. There you go. And I only asked if it's Monday because I've lost all sense of reality. So uh, I have Andy, a vaccine to produce, okay? Andy, hey, as, I'm as, the only vaccine producer around here, buddy. Listen, we've got a competing vaccine. Mine is very effective. You can ask anyone. Oh, are you the Pfizer to my Moderna? Mine is. <laughs> is your vaccine armed? Does your vaccine believe in the Second Amendment? Uh, my vaccine is very open-minded, very progressive, if Why you will. Johnson and Johnson. <laughs> no, yours is very ineffective. Uh, but uh, you know, you can hammer that one out real quick, if you will. Yeah. Listen, this got a job listen, to do. Listen, it gets it done. Listen. <laughs> All right, so that other voice you heard there was Andrew, and we uh, were joined. Yes, Andy, as our that? leader, I would like to tell you that I am entering the transfer portal. Oh, Wait, hold on, are, are you the leader? I've had a little bit to drink. Let's preface this podcast by saying that: Are you the leader, or am I the leader tonight? How are we doing this? You're, You're the, leader the leader every week. I thought. Yeah, I thought so too, but I didn't know if we were changing it just for this week. No, I'm entering the transfer portal. He okay, said, You're the leader, Thanks but he's me entering know. the transfer portal. Yeah. Yeah. Thanks for letting me know. Thank you. Mm-hmm. You're welcome. All right, carry on. Uh, we're also joined by Tom. Hi, I am not uh, entering the transfer portal. I feel like Andrew joining or entering the transfer portal. He'll be there for a while. You're gonna be one of those me, guys that just get lost in the transfer portal. Me and DJ Ungalele and yeah. the Dr Pepper Wait, commercial. Not gone. Yeah, yeah. Duck forever in the transfer world. portal. Yeah. <laughs> you got to show up somewhere with Dr Pepper. <laughs> I feel like you're just hanging out with Tathan, though. But whatever. <laughs> Uh, we're also joined by Mike. Hello. Hey, how y'all doing? Hello. <laughs> You're recuperating for some Final Fantasy fourteen playing, I hear. Oh, something like that. This will yes. be a, this will be a very inside joke, but uh, the transfer okay. portal is like the red doors in uh, Warzone. But when you go in, <laughs> the in between is just is just Tathan hanging out in the hallway. He's just like mumbling just, random numbers. What's the next door you're going to take? Can I come with you? No, Tathan, you have to stay here. No, you got to stay here in the Never Never Land <laughs> or whatever. <laughs> Wait, is he in one of the red doors that's falling randomly from the sky during the game? <laughs> yes. <laughs> yeah. Uh, Did they ever address if those red doors that are falling randomly from the sky in Warzone are actually meant to do that or if it's no. a bug? We're going to just welcome, keep continuing welcome on. Welcome to our video game podcast. Right, it's, yeah. it's, schematic advantage. <laughs> it's the ninth Umbrella Calamity Red Doors. <laughs> I feel like I feel like those red doors are falling from the sky, and it's just like a bug in the game. I don't think it's supposed to happen, but whatever. All right. Let's Speaking of red start. things falling uncontrollably from really high. Oh, wow. Let's <laughs> Let's start out by talking about the polls. So we got got your final playoff rankings for the year. I don't think that, yeah, there's no no point in doing the playoff rankings after the playoff takes place. So anyway, these are the final ones. We have Alabama at number one, uh, uh, 12-1. We got Michigan, uh, number two at 12-1. Georgia. 
Number three at 12, 13 and 0. So you got uh, your two matchups. Here, you got Michigan Alabama, Alabama playing. Game. I'm sure Michigan petitioned oh, wait, to play their game at noon, but the play up, play up three was like, no. It says 7.30 right here. It says 7.30. Okay. I'm looking at it. Fine. Well, that, uh, well, that means they actually did it right once. I mean, well, to be I mean, fair, we're not doing a playoff preview tonight. We're doing a bowl preview minus the New Year's Six and playoffs tonight. So, um, Also, we're not going to preview every bowl. We're just doing the ones involving ranked games. Maybe we should have done New Year's Six because... Oh, the, with these rules, are we even going to talk about like like last week games? Because, I mean, might yeah. as well not talk about them either, right? Yeah. Uh, yeah. I will say, the college football mm-hmm. playoff ranking, I, I have no qualms with the four they picked. I think those were the four uh, combination of best and most deserving. I could get into an argument with their seeding, but I guess it's fine. How big of a bullet did they dodge by Baylor beating Oklahoma State? <laughs> I really, I'm curious what they would have done because I don't think that there's any way they, they could. Out Cincinnati. Of their, but I don't think there's a way when they already had them ranked higher. I just, I. They would have left out Cincinnati. It, that would have been the biggest argument. I wonder if they would have left out Georgia. I think they might have left out That's Georgia because they would have said, like, oh, well, a conference champion is going to get in over a mm. non-conference champion. Yeah. I would because have been they, very interested to see. They would, they, would, they would start looking at, like, you know, the schedule that the teams played and who they beat. And it's kind of come up that Georgia kind of hasn't. The, the total, the total uh, amount of, like, like, the... How do we say this? The, the win-loss record for the teams that Cincinnati's played is well under 500 and the win loss record if you want to look at it that way teams Georgia's played are well over 500 so if we well, want now, to look hold at on it, though but Cincinnati can only play the teams that are scheduled for them like it's not, that's not their fault sure and they beat a top 5 team and they beat a top 5 team by by a good margin so i, I think I at the know. end of the day right, this is it is, it is what it is it's all, oh, what, yeah. it's all what ifs but right, right. i think i think they probably would have left out georgia in that case you know I think that's so, a too. whole that's a whole other argument but um whether you know the big 12 deserves it or not based upon what they are but i think that would have been, been a fun discussion would, it would have been yeah the mental gymnastics for him to justify however he seated them if uh, Oklahoma State had won, would have been fun to listen to, I think. Um, but we didn't get that, unfortunately. Thanks, Baylor. You dumb goal line oh, stands. Yeah. Um, okay. El- elsewhere, we have, uh, rounding out the top ten, we got Notre Dame, Ohio State, Baylor, uh, Ole Miss, Oklahoma State, and Michigan State. And so that's two top ten playoff teams Alabama's beating. That's weird. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Michigan's got what one, one, two. Do they play Notre Dame this year? I have no idea. I guess no, not. No. Notre Dame only has one loss. Um, no. 
And let's go ahead and talk about the, uh, we had some news this week. We got some uh, coaching changes. We got uh, OU, uh, Oklahoma, that is, filled a vacant ho- coaching slot yesterday. Red Skull himself, Brent Venables. <laughs> I am very happy for that man. He deserved it. Are you Are you happy for him, but it's very sad inside? Yeah, it's bittersweet. I don't. Yeah. Okay. It's going to be an interesting offseason for Clemson. I, I think there's a thing I meant to ask. Did Clemson also lose their athletic director? What's going on there? I, is he? Is it announced like formally that he left to go to Miami? I don't. I know. mean, I, it was on the radio. I think earlier today um, that like it was both like you know Venables and the athletic director and and possibly you know the guy you do want to get rid of Elliot to like Duke or something. Duke or UVA. So if, I mean, obviously losing Tony Elliott would be like a blessing. Well, depending on who Dabble replaces them with. Um, Hello, Brian. Athletic director, I, I mean, uh, <clears throat> the athletic director, he's good, but he's more of like a builder. So like he's he's big mm-hmm. on fundraising and building facilities and stuff like that. Clemson's already done all that. They don't have um, anything they need built, really. So. Um, yeah. obviously there's a lot that needs to be done at Miami. So, um, I think that's probably a better fit for him anyway. Um, I don't think that's a big loss. Um, Venable's obviously a huge loss, but I mean, we'll see, we'll see how, uh, Dabo handles this off season. I think it'll be interesting. I mean, I probably have asked in the past because it's always been a little bit of news or not news is something we've always kind of complained about. You know, most teams do lose coordinators that are good. After mm-hmm. a year or two, and Clemson's managed to hold on to like Venables for what feels like a decade. Venables um, was very clear about being particular about the job he would take. He did not. He wanted to go to like a blue blood, I think, and so yeah, um, he waited. Yeah, yeah. And so it seems like it's going to be the first time in a, in a long time that you know it's going to have to be an important hire for Dabo. I mean, he might have to make two. I mean, it might be OC as well. So, um, yeah. I mean, I think you're hoping it's OC as well, right? Yeah, man. If I, we lost Venable and still keep Elliott, oof. <laughs> if 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 you if you do need a, an offensive coordinator, I, I might have. A couple yeah, of you got somebody. I got, got a couple. Of hmm. This guy named Bill, I, guy named Brian, with the guys I liked. Boy. The guys I liked were the offensive coordinator at Ole Miss, who apparently is going to Oklahoma with Brent Venables. Yeah, and, I heard that too. Uh, the OC at Western Kentucky, who I think just got hired by Texas Tech. So, uh, as at the same uh, position, or, or yeah, you might be able to get him out because I mean that. I mean, they just that, fired him today. I don't. I mean, anything is possible, I guess. I think Clemson should just pull a some Big Twelve OC or something. From somewhere, that's my opinion. Just pull, some, just pull some air raid guy. I mean, you could look at like maybe an NFL coordinator might be able to get someone. Joe Brady. Yeah. Uh, what about you know, Bill O'Brien? I mean, is big enough, but I, I wasn't the thing like Brady really didn't want to do recruiting or really hands-on coaching. That was the whole thing. It sounded like he was just a play caller, like didn't really have to deal with anybody. Yeah, I, I mean, I don't know. He might be right. He might not want to recruit. I have no idea. Well, he doesn't have a job right now, so I guess we'll find out what he wants to do. 
Yeah. Like, wait, he did, wait, Brady doesn't have a job? He got fired on Sunday. From the yeah, he got fired. So, That's why I said we can get Joe Brady. Because he yeah. ain't working. So, I mean, if he wants to make some money, he can do some work he in could, college. He could, he could do worse in Clemson. He could do worse. That's right. All right. Um, next thing, we, we had another um, coaching. Actually, it wasn't really a vacancy because they still had a coach. Uh, Miami has been uh, trying to hook up with uh, Mario Cristobal from Oregon while they were still in a relationship with Manny Diaz, so to speak. So, um, like, so Miami basically pulled the, the Auburn and, and Tuberville thing, but, but actually went ahead with it. They, they went looking for another guy, publicly yeah. said, we, we want you, uh, we'll mm-hmm. fire our guy for you, and that actually happens. I mean, I don't know if they released any official statements, but it was definitely out there in the ether that he had offers from them while they were still employing somebody. So, shit. Um, it's, it's pretty. Uh, it, it's rough. I, I mean, I don't think anybody could say things were going well for Manny Diaz, but oh, I feel no. like that's very. Uh, I don't know. I feel like that's like you're doing him dirty by doing that. Like if you want to get rid of the guy, get rid of him. Pay him his money to send him on his way, but just and, like and, and maybe do it like a couple weeks ago. Well, and, and it was, they were it was so public, right? They didn't they didn't even try to make it a secret, right? They're just no. Everyone in the country is talking about how they're trying to get Cristobal, and while Diaz is like just you know doing what's, his job. What's crazy is mine is a private school. They could actually hide a lot of this. I posted on the Discord the other day. I was like, wait, did I miss something? Did they fire Manny Diaz? And then somebody was like, nope, he's they, still well, there. They there. No, like, I don't remember if they just, like, I don't know. I, I just imagine the people that, the boosters that are funding Miami uh, tend to have big mouths, probably. Mm. Knowing where they are and like, oh, I happen to know what's going on in Miami. You mean here, like, uh, here in my nightclub, enjoy this line of Coke. You mean like Luther, um, what's it? Luther, Luther Vandross, yeah. Yeah, Luther, yeah, exactly. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that that's the guy. Um, so anyway, Mario Cristobal's well, there for eight million ten years. Money. Yeah, <laughs> eight, Manny eight Diaz million dollars ten Manny years. Manny Diaz shit came out, should have started being like, "Man, fuck this place. This place sucks." Like just airing all the dirty laundry, so they would fire him because like he was smart for not quitting because then he didn't get paid. Exactly. He quit, but he would wait for them to fire him. So he just just started being like, "Man, this place sucks." You see these assholes it's just like going off. Yeah. Well, maybe some lawyer could have found some kind of thing that would have gotten him out of buyout if he started trashing him publicly. I don't know. Who knows? All right, so... Yeah, I don't know any lawyers. I don't either. I just know a small-town pizza lawyer. I don't know if pizza law applies here or not. But um, So Tuesday, we did not have any uh, games um, last week. I'm not sure why I included that in the outline from last week. Anyway, Friday... Uh, were the first games we had. We had the Conference USA uh, championship game. We had Western Kentucky Hilltoppers favored by two and a half at UTSA. And UTSA won outright 49 to 41. Congrats, UTSA. You did it. This is the uh, the meat yeah. meat people, right? This is, the, this is the team that almost went undefeated as well, right? Mm-hmm. I believe so, yeah. Mm-hmm. I'm pretty sure they got a good bowl game. I don't know if we... Did we include them in the? Eh, I whatever. Assume you did not. Probably not. If they weren't ranked, I didn't include them. All right. Pac-12. Uh, cha- j- there's too many ball games to talk about. 
We only got so much time. Uh, Pac-12 championship game at 8 o'clock. We had Oregon versus Utah. They were favored by two and a half, and this was a repeat of the previous time these two teams played. Uh, Utah uh, boat raced them 38 to 10. They got seven um, points better. I don't... Did they? Did yeah, they? It, was, it was 38 to three. It was 38 to three the first time. It didn't feel even as close as 38 to 10, honestly. Like, it could have been whatever Utah wanted it to be. Utah out there, like, proving that, like, playing a, a team two times in the same year doesn't have to be different results. It doesn't have to be if you're Utah I, and if the other team's I Oregon, for sure. I need to see the actual statistics on that. I feel like it's probably not as bad as people think it is. Just think. I- the University of Miami saw this and went ahead and still tried to hire away that and did hire away that coach in the most embarrassing way possible after after seeing th- this. That's true. I think too at the play the two times twice, when you think about it, if you're playing a team twice, that means both of you are probably pretty good because you're either meeting in the conference championship game or most likely like a bowl game. Or playoffs. Uh, yeah. Yeah, which is most likely the playoffs. Well, the yeah. problem is that the first time theoretically the team that lost is going to change the things that caused them to lose the first time. And the team that did that won the first time is going to repeat the things that they did so well the first time that had them win the game. Mm, well, too bad. No one will get a chance to do that later this year. Maybe. Well, I don't That's know true. if you can fix the broken secondary or add inches to your quarterback, but whatever. Let's talk we're about gonna, Saturday. We're going to come on that in two weeks. Yeah. Saturday, Big Twelve uh, championship game. Let's not get get ahead of ourselves, guys. There, oh, there's other games to come before then. Yeah, yeah, uh, your, yeah. your Big Twelve championship game, uh, Baylor versus Oklahoma State. Um, Oklahoma State was fair by five and a half, and Baylor won outright twenty one to sixteen. Okay. Well, Baylor had two. Baylor, I guess two goal line stands against Oklahoma State in this game. God, that was brutal. I they. Think- they won that game. Uh, Oklahoma State had first and goal from the was it the two, two. or was it the two. four? No, it was okay. two. Two because okay. they got pass interference in the end zone, right? Yep, yeah. on both both times, I think. Right? God, held them so, out from the two yard line. Uh, <laughs> so how many cracks did they have at it? Four, four? Uh, three the three the first time because I think they killed, kicked the field goal, um, and then four the second time. Mm. The the I I don't understand uh, what that running back was thinking on that last play. Right, he's he's running it basically. He if you cut up turned, earlier. You're fine. If you cut well, up earlier, he, you're fine. But even then, he turned into basically a stretch play. Right, he's trying to yeah. beat the guy at the boundary. He has all the momentum on that corner. I don't know why he dove. He should like also. He probably had at least forty pounds on that corner. Yeah. He should just lowered his shoulder, took the hit, and been like, you know, this is how we're going to try to do it. I, and momentum, then he dove I would have and carried him to the end zone anyway. Yeah, he had all of it. He played like, yeah, he played like they were the same size person uh, and he dove. It was like literally inches short. It was like, I mean, it was a really dramatic ending, but like it, he had 50 pounds on that guy. He could have bodied him into the end zone. <laughs> running full speed. The other guy's basically like running laterally at you. Yeah, it, you're was, rough. Get it was rough to watch. It was. Ugh. Uh, I, I don't know what they were doing. I, I have no idea how you don't get a touchdown from the two-yard line with four tries, but whatever. Um, hmm. I mean, if you can't do it, you don't deserve to be in the playoffs, which is perfect. They're not. I agree. Um, yeah, Mac, Mac uh, championship game. We had Kent State favored by three versus Northern Illinois Huskies, and Northern Illinois won 41-23. to 
So there you go. Your Mountain West Championship game, we had Utah State at San Diego State, fair by six, and Utah State won 46-13. Your okay. Sunbelt Championship game, we had App State, fair by three at Louisiana, Billy Napier's last game with them, I believe. Um, I think he coached and, it, right? Yeah, I'm pretty sure he coached it. He's out after, well, I don't think he's doing the bowl game, but he did do this one. So... Um, anyway, Louisiana won 24-16, so Vegas, you messed up on that one, but uh, Billy Napier goes out on a win with his career there. Your AAC championship game, you had Houston at Cincinnati, fair by 10.5, and, and they won 35-20, to so good job, Vegas, good job, Cincy. Yay. Made into the playoffs, your, your first uh, G5 team in the playoffs, by the way. I guess we should congratulate them on that. Good job. I honestly thought they were going to figure out some way to keep Cincinnati out, honestly, but I, I am glad that they, they got must in. Have just been like, it doesn't really matter who we put in at four. They're going to get it's bodied a farce. by Alabama anyway. Here comes the rat poison. The ACC uh, championship game, we had Pitt, at, uh, Pitt favored by three at or versus Wake Forest. I guess it's in Charlotte. I don't know who's considered the home team. Anyway, uh, uh, Pitt won 45-21. Yay, Pitt. Uh, Go Pitt. Uh, Kenny uh, Pickett is that? That's his name, right? The quarterback Kenny Pickett. Pitt. Yeah. He did this like kind of fake slide thing, uh, which everyone loves. Bullshit. Bullshit. But I feel like that's really dirty because, like, yeah. Now mm-hmm. people, you know, people because you have to let up if you're the defender if you think they're going to slide, and then you can run with it. Mahomes you know does. Saying? Mahomes does the same shit where he acts like he's going to run out of bounds, uh-huh. and mm-hmm. they don't hit him, and then he turns up field. It's I. I don't know. I don't know how you ref against that. But like, I, I, mm. I, there's literally no way to stop that from happening, right? Because what's going to happen next time? Cody, he, he goes, you know, do a slide. They're going to like wreck him, and then that's a penalty on you. We can be like, well, we thought he was going to do the right. same thing, and you can't or be you... like, well, no fake slidings, because then I, how do you look at something and go, well, that was a fake slide? I think it's All pretty right. obvious. Well, like, it yeah, pretty but obvious what you got to go to the review booth because there's no way that, that the ref caught that in real time. Basically, you can go to the review booth and be like, if you looked, if you start to initiate a slide, that you're down there. That's it. You're we, down. We need we need less reviews in college football. <laughs> yeah, but That's I don't want true. more dirty stuff like this. I well, you I know what? Know. I'm watching that play. I'm also like, someone's gonna try this and blow out a knee. <sighs> I mean, okay. I guess the other thing is that, like, with Pat Mahomes, like he's headed out of bounds and he does his fake thing. Like, what happens when somebody blasts him on the sideline? Like, That's they're gonna. Really. That's it, the whole it, point. It, That's it, what I'm it, saying. Like, this is dirty gonna... because. Yeah. Because by rule, you have to let them slide. And then if they don't slide, they get all this running room, right? Because you've lost your momentum because you stopped. So, I don't know. It's just dumb. Right. And if he looks like he's headed out of bounds, you should probably let him go because otherwise it's a penalty. But then when he doesn't actually go out of bounds, then you give an, up an extra, what, like five yards or whatever? 15 late hit out of bounds. Remember, mm-hmm. they, they, in the NFL, they... Maybe maybe not all the time, but they do actually. I should throw on fines. So. Yeah. Um, where were we? Okay, your Big Ten championship game. We had Iowa versus Michigan. Uh, they were favored by ten and a half. And oh God, Iowa is depressing to watch. Who, who thought Michigan was was going to win? Oh, everybody. <laughs> I didn't the big, think they were going to win 42 to 3. Well, I didn't think they'd score 42 points. The Big Ten West has now moved to 0 and 8 in the Big Ten Championship game. 
Speaking of, oh, Pitt was the first Coastal team to win the ACC championship game in uh, 11 years. Something like that. I, I also think the Big Ten, I forget the exact Maybe. number, but the Big Ten West has been outscored like 280 to like 120 in the Big Ten championship game. Well, um, well if you keep up with them, when's the last time the ACC East won the 2017 when Georgia won it, but I think that might be the only year in a long time. Like one in like 15, probably since 2008. I think Florida. Uh. You know, I don't know. Don't know. Um. So let's talk about. Uh, I don't know. So Iowa sucks. Um. I'm not Turns sure out when you when you <laughs> when you feast on turnovers all year uh, and you don't get them, it kind of bites in the butt. Yeah, I mean they're just me so unbelievable. They're just so depressing to watch. Like I don't understand what they're trying to do on offense. Uh, they're trying to win the Big Ten West on offense, but but the, <laughs> I don't. Their I offense like is suited to win the Big Ten West, and that's about it. They're they're I don't know. It feels like they're they're designed to try to win by doing the least possible that they can on offense. Like what what are they doing? They're just running like a bunch of okay. So I, I get that running tight ends out there isn't necessarily bad, but they're just running them out there and throwing like a tight end and throwing like a two yard pass and that's it. Like over and over. That's like their offense is like, okay, we're going to get like a two or three yard completion of this tight end. The, and the, that's it. The carrier pigeons holding the spread offense has not reached the Iowa cornfields yet. <sighs> it just, I don't it also understand. doesn't, it doesn't help that uh, Kirk Ferentz hired his own son to be the offensive coordinator. So yeah. <laughs> Can't find him. Wait, nepotism doesn't work. <laughs> Isn't his son gonna uh, gonna be the son. next guy, like the next head coach too? Uh, uh, Iowa fans are very displeased with his son right about now, so I don't know how that's gonna go. I thought he was like the head coach in waiting or some shit. I don't. Who knows? Right. When's the, when's the last time a head coach in waiting actually became the head coach? I can't think it's of literally never, any. I, can't I don't think, think it's of ever zero. happened. I don't think it's ever happened. The um, last time I heard about head coach in waiting was Muschamp at Texas uh, on the background. Someone in our chat said Marcus Freeman, but that was never officially said. That was just like a rumor that he was the head coach in waiting. Yeah. Also, he was only at Notre Dame for a year, so I don't know if that was ever actually said. I don't know. Because he was at uh, Cincinnati for, what, like three years before that? Mm-hmm. This was his first season there at Notre Dame. So. Oh, we also didn't talk about that. Was it the Kelly going to LSU? I guess we did forget. I couldn't remember if that was last week or the week. Anyway, I think we talked about Kelly going to LSU. Uh, I don't know if we talked about his family. <laughs> his family. Oh my gosh, I forgot. Did we talk about that last week? <laughs> I don't know if that was there. Anyway, he he had some. He was speaking at some, uh, probably at halftime at some LSU basketball game, and he got out there, and his <laughs> his Irish Boston accent was trying to do some weird kind of Southern accent. <laughs> it's the funniest shit I've ever heard in my life, but uh, especially for somebody that <laughs> it's from, isn't he from like Boston or something? Yes, he's from Boston, and sure I thought he's, I he's he was very close to like pulling out the I do declare. 
yeah, I mean, he I thought he was going to go into some like foghorn leghorn type routine, but uh, he didn't yet, so. Not yet. He's got other like, you know, public appearances to do. Has he been on any like radio or TV shows since then? I, I heard him give no, one interview it. since then, and he was using his actual accent, and I was like, okay, yeah, that makes sense. He sounds like he's from Boston. But um, like, so that's what I'm saying, like, I, I wonder if like someone's directly asked him about it yet. That's what I'm. I don't know. About. My family, or something. It was like the weirdest, weirdest thing. It's a brand new day. It's a new day here at Louisiana State. It was like the worst. Yep. It was the worst accent. I, I don't know what he was trying to do, but uh, that's not how they talk there. Really, he just needs to listen to videos of Coach O talking, and that's how they talk around there. Um, anyway, your game of the week, we had the SEC championship game. We had Alabama versus Georgia. It was favored by six and a half. Uh, Alabama won 41 to 24. And um, yeah, the game kind of went like that. I thought that... Um, like what? Yeah. Well, I mean, like, it went forty-one twenty-four. That I mean, um, it didn't go how I thought it was going to go. I mean, did it go how you thought it was going to go? You sure seem to elaborate get, more on on games when Georgia's winning them. That seems. I sure. okay. Well, before we I get do, before yeah. we before we get in this, I'll give my take, and then you you Yahoo's can do your thing. Oh, okay. What well, are you just gonna leave? Okay. Yeah. Okay. I'm just gonna do it, and then I'm gonna leave. Same. Uh, I'm gonna give my take, and then I'm gonna leave. <laughs> Pardon my take. Everyone leave. After you're done, <laughs> last one out. Turn the lights off and yeah, shut just the door. Turn the lights off. Yeah. yeah. Mike gonna be in here like Will Smith in that uh that one room, just looking around in uh Fresh Prince of Bel Air. Oh yeah, <laughs> the rooms empty or whatever. Yeah. Uh, I oh, thought God, that when you were doing the VR thing, I forgot. Yeah. The what? uh what? Oh, I'm up no, Fresh Prince of Bel Air and the VR thing. <laughs> oh sure. boy. Uh, you said Will uh, Smith, and I, and I got the wrong. Uh, it was the it was the Nintendo. Uh, oh, it was man. the Nintendo Game Boy VR. I think that's what he's talking about. <laughs> oh no, no no! I was talking about like when yeah. the house is empty and he's just looking around. All, uh, <laughs> uh, I thought the start of that game, Georgia was having their way with Alabama. They were like Alabama's defense looked like a sieve between the twenties. Like Bama or Georgia's like first four drives, like they were just allowing basically everything. And then like the. That was like a classic game of like a few things went wrong for Georgia and then the whole fucking wheel just came off and it went rolling down the highway real quick and they were like, we don't really know what to do now. Well, it was um, the middle eight. It's what everybody talks about being the most important part of the game. And, the middle and, eight because and, they and scored. Alabama won it. Yeah. And it, and Alabama it was, was up 24. They like they scored right before halftime and then they scored right after halftime and then that was, it was over at that point. Well, yeah, because they, they got the ball after yeah. half. Yeah, it's hard It's of... hard to say too, right? If if there there you could see Georgia and you could see the panic that was happening on that team on the offense and the defense at that point. Like the whole team just looked very uptight and very they didn't look comfortable at anything they were doing. And I don't know if that's it's hard to say if that's attributed to they really haven't been put in that situation all year or like, you know, they got out there, they got hit in the mouth a couple of times. And we're just like, oh, shit. Like, you know, yeah, but, this, isn't, this isn't Vanderbilt. Actually, the secondary has not had to do anything all season. And then I'll, they I'll probably with you. the second. OK, well, you can if you want. <laughs> but what I know you. is Alabama had 300 passing yards, at least in the first half. So not, not you. I was just saying that as oh. far as looking shell shocked, I would just say that the problem was that they didn't that they didn't look like they were reacting at all on the sideline. 
that they didn't yeah, know how to shock that they didn't know how to react to being like essentially punched in the mouth That's at what that point. Said. Well, you you were saying that they looked that they were like freaking out. I, I don't think anybody was freaking out. Like they were just kind of standing there. And I was just kind of like, okay, so this, so well, the, the, I'm the not saying that they were literally too. running up and down the sideline, going, "Holy shit, holy shit!" <laughs> if anything, they, they, there was no passion in where they were. They looked defeated. They were at the time. They defeated. And and like I said, I don't know if that's a because they haven't been put in that situation all year, and so they weren't. I would say mentally so. ready for that, or if they were like, "Oh shit!" Like you know, you get out there and you're like, "Man, you sometimes you just get out somewhere and you're like." We we ain't got it today. We ain't got the well, dogs. We ain't got the dudes for this. There there are some advantages to being in in a fight for for multiple games like Alabama's been all year to where like I don't I don't know that this team I think they might have been and I'm not saying that they lost because they were overconfident, but in some ways like they they, they, they hadn't been in that they, they hadn't been in that fight all year. And they got punched in the mouth, and by the time they started to react to it, you know, it might have been too late. So um, I, I think you're right. Like Alabama, like I mean, if so, Georgia blew out everyone they played. Their only cl- yeah. closest game, close-ish game, was Clemson at the beginning of the season, and there wasn't a lot you could you can um, glean from that. But not um, really. I mean, there was so much different with the with the team right. back then. So I mean, it was if a you different are team never almost. challenged, if you are, ne- if no one's actually. Uh, exposing your weaknesses you don't have that you know introspection to to go out yeah, there and try to totally. fix what's wrong and so they just blew out everyone that came in here and now them's like we i think we know something that's wrong with your defense and they completely took advantage of it and yeah, there was um, um just, so how, how i would say this this game i mean the you know the so the the thing with the secondary is and, and what, what i've said with the secondary all year was like the the most that i could say about it was that it seemed fine given who we were playing. Um, I don't think it was like a shutdown uh, secondary. We've been playing a lot of zone all year, um, and we continued to play zone in this game. Zone works great when you're getting pressure. Um, when you're not getting pressure and you're going up against a, a really good quarterback in Bryce Young, um, you're playing zone, he's going to pick on the weak links, which in this game, it was the um, the star um, so Chris Smith has been, um, ha, ha, w- would be our number one choice. He's been injured now for, for a bit. So they, they ended up playing this guy, William Poole, who's like a redshirted senior and it, he hasn't played, he hasn't played all year. Um, they, they got about 200 yards off him. And, uh, so they, uh, all, all I'm saying right now is that, that they have to figure out what they're going to do for the bowl game, uh, or sorry for the playoff game with Clemson. Um, because they're they're going to go after whoever the star is there. Um, although their their quarterback McNamara is not nearly as good as Bryce Young, but um, they're they're going to try to run the ball more, which is probably to our to our strength. But I will say um, you got. I mean, man, you were so lucky that Michigan beat Ohio State because you would have had the same problem with Ohio State's offense that you did with Alabama. Uh, potentially, I I think. Hello. Hello. Hello? What happened? <laughs> I don't know. What happened? <laughs> I thought my internet died. I think Andy's did. Me too. You were uh, talking and then you just stopped. <laughs> I well, I thought because it went real quiet. I think right. Uh, I think the the uh, <laughs> I think the game plan wow. for yeah. for beating for beating Georgia came out there with uh 
with Bama, right? But yeah. it's a hard thing to do, right? You have to get, you have to stay on schedule. You have to run her up. You have to get their front seven tired so they can't substitute. If they can't substitute, they're not going to get pressure. That's a hard thing to do, right? Once you get that thing rolling, it's hard to stop that thing going because it is just like a momentum beast. And right, we saw that with with Bama. That's what they did. They got rolling. They stayed ahead of the change. They stayed on schedule. They're running a faster offense. And Georgia couldn't get people in and out on their front four. And uh, uh, I, I think you know that's that's the the game plan to do it. Yeah, Craig's still here. He doesn't control Craig. <laughs> He's gonna have to do some editing. Uh, you have no power here. <laughs> um. Yeah. I. So I agree. I, I just. I think that. Um, I don't know. I, I, I'm not saying that Georgia doesn't have a good defense. I think it's a very good defense. It's a, a great defense, but I think um, there are definite I mean, inadequacies in the secondary. And, you know, it was fine because up until this point, like, I mean, in general this year, like college football in general, there have not been very many great passing offenses. You, there are what two elitish quarterbacks in the whole country, and um, they faced one of them, and that's what happened. The other one got knocked yeah. off by Michigan, so they don't have to worry about that. But um, you talking about like the, the the pressure, I I think I'm I mentioned it last week. Um, and you know I'm not a football analyst or anything. I, I just kind of see what at least statistics said. You know, Georgia did have a lot of sacks, but not really a lot of tackle for losses. And I was trying to think, is that kind of saying that the defensive line and like the linebackers, you know, they, they don't you know, push up field. They, they just want a brick wall. And maybe they're getting like, a, you know, a decent amount of sacks with like, you know, just blitzes from like, from the linebackers and from maybe the defensive backs and, and getting pressure that way. Instead of just having the one or two guys up front to go get the quarterback, I will say, and I will say, that kind of, kind just, of what happened with like I, realizing that yeah. they didn't sack Bryce Young once, and this is like one week after him getting sacked like seven times. I mean, yeah, my my thing was Alabama's offensive line played their played out of their minds. Like from what I had heard from you and other Alabama fans all season is how not great your offensive line is. And they yeah. looked amazing against what, you know, is arguably the best defensive line in the country. So, um, you know, hats off to them. I don't know how, you know, Alabama schemed, um, I don't, their I don't to, to neutralize Georgia's D line, yeah. but they did so, an amazing job. Not, not yeah. really. Uh, yeah. I've been, Tonight, you know, basically, I look him up, hold up well against Jordan Jordan Davis. Yeah, I think so. What, what happened was, um, so all year we've been sending most of our pay lost, uh, at Adam Anderson, he was the dude that was. Uh, they tend to send a lot of our inside linebackers on uh, <clears throat> interior lo or, or interior uh, 
blitzes, I would say. And so Alabama did a really good job um, accounting left, for those. Um, um, they, yeah, they, like, they, they, they played they out of their mind. Running back I, would in, say, I guess game. they couldn't use him for actually running, but they, they left him in to block a lot. He did a lot of, I guess you would call it cut blocking on whoever was like, yeah. you know, the free defender. And he did an amazing job picking up extra blocks on I, did, it, uh, the, thing, the quarterback time. The thing I've understood was like blitzing. Like if, if you can block the blitz, the defense is like at a tremendous disadvantage because now they've sent an extra guy yeah. that isn't in coverage. And now there's a hole, a, a hole in there. He got away. He got away with the chop on the first uh, touchdown, but it didn't. It ultimately oh. wouldn't have changed the outcome of the game. But because um, there was a, a offensive lineman engaged with the with a with the blitzing linebacker, and he went low at him, so it was a chop. But they they didn't call it. But regardless, they they did a really good job with interior zone blitz or uh, interior blitzes from our linebackers. And um, UJ is going to have to identify with that because I've I've started watching some film on Michigan, <laughs> and to be honest, that they have a really good uh, offensive line. Like we're going to have to figure out some ways to get pressures from the outside because um, Michigan's just going to watch what Alabama did to our defensive line, and they're going to try to do the same thing. So. Uh, regardless, UJ is going to have to to do some different things. Um, I'm not saying our defensive line sucks by any means, but they're going to have to uh, space out our outside linebackers a little further because Al- Auburn was spacing their outside linebackers out super far, um, and they were just running around your your tackles and whatnot. Um, so it was just a different strategy for trying to get pressure on on uh, Bryce Young. That was what Auburn was doing. Um, so. I think that if if anything else, it I I actually put the blame more on our defense for not getting uh for not adapting to um to how things were going, and you can't leave somebody like Bryce Young back there and let him get I as mean, much time as he was getting. He did um, some good. Um, I mean, scrambling and and running for he did. Uh, he had he had that game. one where they they almost had him tackled, and he did that like a uh, kind of lateral type thing. Um, I mean, this really thing like. I've heard people like look at his like running yards and, and think he can't run. He's just he's gotten he sacked just a, one. He, yeah, he doesn't for most of the year. He really didn't run even when he could have, and he's and he's kind of picked it up. It's a lot of it because of not really having too many running backs left. Um, but he, yeah, he's got to be one of the most sacked quarterbacks in, in college football. I'd have I mean, to he's pretty. Uh, he's been sacked at least forty times, and that's he's pretty, pretty amazing. I feel like he gets sacked that many times to not get sacked at all by Georgia. And uh, uh, yes, that's that's that is true. Um, but you get sacked that many times, and in college, sack comes off the running yards. Yeah. Do you? Uh, yeah, I mean, Mike, if you watch you... him, he's he. They've said point guard, and you could see it. He's. He has deceptive speed because, like, whenever he like takes off running, it doesn't. He doesn't look like he's fast, but he's like well, he's running away from everybody. Um, but his lateral movement, his side to side movement, is very good. Mike, do you um are you guys is like Alabama supposed to get their running backs back before the playoffs, or are they like out for the season? The, the, uh, no, they're not going to get anyone back. The best they could do is have Brian Robinson get healthier. The other, two, the other two, Jace McClellan and uh, that thing's Royce Mitchell. I, I'm I'm bad with names right now. Um, 
both of those guys had like season engine injuries. And the, uh, the the one other person was the guy that transferred to Texas, who didn't start because they had Deshaun Robinson. Hmm. All right. Um, oh, and yeah, uh, yeah. We also lost uh, John Mitchie for the uh, Mitchie for the year. He tore his ACL. Yeah, yeah I did ACL in um, a like a non-contact injury in what the yep. second or third quarter. I forget when it's it was. Like, what? The the play that Bryce fumbled and Georgia like tried to pick it up and run and, and screwed themselves. That's and Bryce got the ball back. It's it's on that play, like about ten yards behind, like the pile up. You can see Mitch on the ground holding. His oh seat. yeah, he did tear his ACL on the ground. Yeah, that would have been an interesting play if it had gone the uh, gone the other way, because oh. it was knocked away from uh, from Bryce, but he. Uh, one, I mean, I mean, Mitchie yeah. would still have a torn ACL. So, I mean, sure. I'm saying more with the fact that if Bryce Young hadn't recovered the ball when he did, uh, yeah. How many? How many Interesting. How, how, how many points is the lead at the end of the game? Sure, I'm saying that momentum things are are a thing in football games. So, it could have potentially gone a different way. Um, <laughs> With uh, that. So all in all, just as we all expected, the Big Twelve Championship game was the only good one, as we all predicted. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I guess. Uh, does anyone want to point about... out the, the last thing, the the rat poison, the yummy rat poison comment? I don't know, but I guess you do. So go for it. No, I'm, I'm no no response. So let's move on. All right, let's talk about your Pac-12 After Dark game. We had the, uh, this was the last one of the year. So we had, uh, this was a makeup game. So we had USC at Cal, was favored by four, and they won 24 to 14. So I don't know if, uh, I'm assuming Lincoln Riley wasn't actually co- coaching for this one, but yeah. um, they wasn't watching just, it. They should just like COVID won that one. I thought that they were actually <laughs> going to cancel it, but whatever. <laughs> they should have. So let's talk about, uh, we're going to talk about some, bowl games here i didn't write in the names of the bowl games but uh we're only talking about uh matchups involving at least one ranked team we're not talking about the new year six games or the playoffs yet we're going to try to have a preview for that probably going to have a couple weeks off here in between so uh, the first games involving ranked teams that i saw today were houston versus auburn uh that's at 12 on espn <laughs> i forgot to write in the odds here Twelve twenty-eight. You should probably say the dates. Should say twelve twenty eight. Yeah, that's your first uh, semi decent games. Oh man, I mean, that means like there's nothing good before Christmas. Oh, that doesn't mean nothing good. I mean, I'll still be watching them, but well, these are the first I mean, ones. You're a degenerate. Games. I am an absolute degenerate. I'll, I will watch every bowl game we, probably. We, well, the one that's not on here is on December eighteenth. The PUBG Mobile Bowl. <laughs> oh, nice. PUBG has a game. Yes, the New Mexico Bowl is now sponsored by PUBG. Does Pornhub have a uh, bowl game? Oh, not yet. Oh. Uh, they oh. should. They should. Uh, that's Fresno State versus UTEP, so tune into that. Yeah. Do you All right. uh, imagine you're like you're Fresno State or UTEP, and like you already live in like shitty little cities, and you're like, now I gotta go to New Mexico for a bowl game. <laughs> you gotta go from one meth city to another <laughs> yeah, meth <yeah>. city. <laughs> nice. <laughs> Nice. How far? Right. Uh, Mississippi State versus Texas Tech. This is not a ranked game, 
but this has to be included because it involves Mike Leach playing his former school that he thinks owes him millions of dollars in Texas Tech. That's at 7.45 on, the, oh, on 12.28 on ESPN. I had to include that one for reasons. Do you really even need to watch the game, or do you just need to watch like the... Oh, I will watch every second of that game. Well, I was going to say, do you just watch the before the game, like coach interviews and the after game interviews? Just he was he was asked or he was interviewed because they they interview all the coaches after these announcements are made. And in the first like interview, he's already talking about the money that they owe him. <laughs> so it's going to be great. He's going to do if if he is if it's possible for him to run up the score. I I mean. He he's gonna do his best to win this game. It, it's gonna be fun to watch. Um, I think Texas Tech is. I don't know. We we have a Texas Tech fan on the Discord, and I'm pretty sure that they've been posting about they've had some some hires or something. They're I don't... getting Ewers, baby. Oh yeah, Quinn Ewers is going there. <laughs> <laughs> I'm convinced that that dude's gonna be uh, awful in college, but whatever. I guess we'll see what he does at Texas Tech. I mean. I hear... oh. I think you know, he's like going to transfer like five times. Like, like I said, it if 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 you're not concerned about winning national championships or competing for one, and no offense to Texas Tech, he's not going to do it there. If right. you're concerned about putting up lots of stats, you could do it, and we've seen it done sure. multiple times at Texas Tech. And they're going to so, win like seven games doing so. Yeah, sure. Yeah, so I mean, if that if his whole thing, and I don't know his motivation, I'm not going to you know I'm not going to talk bad about a kid who's maybe 18. I don't even know if he's 18 yet. And if he thinks that that's the right move for his career, then, you know, so be it. But, I mean, you're not going to compete for national championships at Texas Tech. No. I don't even think you're going to compete for a Big 12 championship such as it is. I... You think you guys think he's going to bust? I mean, why is yes. else would he be leaving Ohio State? Like, he's not I, even trying to compete? I, well, okay. I don't I don't I don't get any of his motivation of like I'm going to oh I know he wanted the the NLI money but like okay I'm going to leave college I'm going to leave high school yeah I'm going to leave high school early and enter college at 17 years old not playing my senior year of high school football and think that I can come in here where there's yeah. three other five stars sitting in the QB room and I'm going to compete and play immediately he just seems like a cocky asshole with the, the we, listen, we, we've already seen one of these five star kids, these white kids, and I'm white. I feel like I can say this with, with bleach blonde hair that come in to Ohio State to Ohio State <laughs> and think that they're going to light the world on fire. And then they don't. Then they transfer out and then they transfer from there again and take the Martell. I mean, Ewers and has more upside than Tate. So I, you know, I, 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 I was on a national TV show about like these quarterbacks going along with Jake Fromm, by the way. I mean, Ewers is, Ewers is like the highest rated quarterback in the, the history of like the ranking, I think, behind. He yeah, but that's, be, a, but mm, that's, that's, a, I, that's, I mean, that's a disingenuous ranking. Well, sure. Or a way to, to, to look at the ranking because it's based on how he compares to the rest of his class. Like Trevor Lawrence and Justin Fields were in the same class. So obviously both of them are going to be rated lower than um, Ewers was, right? Because, um, each Ewers of them had a were year number one in a different poll. Yeah. For that week, for that year, right? So I don't like that he's the highest, second highest, whatever rated. Also, Ewers was being compared against juniors, not seniors, right? Because he because he came out a year early, correct? Uh, no, he was in the senior. They didn't reclassify him. I thought they reclassified him. No. Oh, they, all right. they never on his they never reclassified his class ranking. Oh. On there. Weird. All right. Anyway. So uh, I, well, I hope the best for the kid. 
Sure. Yeah, I mean, sounds like it. Whatever. I, I did I'll, think I'll that have... that one uh, screenshot was funny of him talking to Sark the other day and like I have I have no food out of his no mouth or whatever Ill, Ill will for him if he thinks it's their best thing to do for his career then you know what that's that's the whole point of Transportal and more power to him I think he's gonna good. bust pretty hard that's what I think I think he's gonna bust hard but yes uh, good Ooh. luck to him sure Bustin makes me feel good oh Bustin Bustin makes me feel good making some vaccines. Yes, sir. Uh, UCLA versus NC State at eight on Fox. This is still in twelve twenty-eight, by the way. Um, oh, it's yeah. still a technically a ranked game, so that's an eight on Fox. Um, so there's your. Is, is uh, still, what game is? No, that? it's. Oh, you don't know. I you think know what it, game that is. I think it's NC State is the uh, this the ranked team. I'm gonna guess. No, 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 but I know. But I'm like asking what UCLA's record is. I thought they had a bad year, but I guess they're bowl eligible. I mean, over this six over six wins. So the Holiday Bowl. Okay. Okay. Yeah. I, Which is sorry. in where? I don't know. Uh, San Diego. Oh, yeah, NC State Pet- definitely wins. It's at Petco Park. I don't know. I don't what know that where that is. is. It's in yeah, San Diego. Sure. San Diego. Yeah, then they definitely won the bowl game. Is that a baseball stadium? It is a baseball stadium. Is where the Padres. Oh play. God. Oh. I thought I remembered Petco Park being a baseball don't thing. The, okay. Don't they sell the football stadium the Chargers used to play at? Ooh. Uh, I've never seen it in all the times I've been to San Diego. Wait, so did the know. Chargers play at a baseball stadium or at a football no, stadium? No, they had a football stadium. Oh, okay. But it wasn't like near downtown anywhere. Because I remember Karen the 49ers a had a... Stadium. Didn't ah. the 49ers play at a baseball stadium back in the day? Candlestick? Candlestick. Yeah, was candlestick. Yeah. yeah. Okay. All right, anyway, sorry. Uh, twelve twenty nine. we got Clemson versus Iowa State at 545 Ooh. on ESPN. Woo. 545? Is this uh, on a weekday? I felt... <laughs> yes, it, I felt, is. it has to be, right? I felt infinitely better about this game, uh, I don't know, 24 hours ago. Um, it's on a Wednesday, sorry. I don't feel great about this game anymore. <laughs> don't feel great about is, facing is, Matt Campbell? We might go into this game without any coordinators. Is Venables all. confirmed not coaching? He's already in, in Norman, so I'm pretty sure uh, he's not coaching. I think he's done, dude. Uh, yeah, I think uh, he's done. That sucks. That sucks. Yeah, oh. He's got he's to gotta go recruit, man. I mean, I get it. Early it's, signing days, like what? In like if you're not days? in the playoffs, I, I totally get it. If you're in the playoffs, I think you should stick around. But yeah. There, yeah, there's that. And, and like, if you're going, if your coordinator is going to like a, maybe a, a tier down from you, then you can hold on to him for like a bowl or whatever. But if it's like same level, there's that. Yeah, too. like if he was gonna be the coach at Louisiana yeah. Lafayette, he probably would have stayed. Yeah, but sure. Oklahoma I mean, probably like, needs their coach. I mean, now. like look at Brian. Look at Brian Kelly. <laughs> of course, BK. now you know he. You know, Notre Dame would kick him on his way out. He doesn't have time to coach Notre Dame. He's working on his accent. Yeah, <laughs> his accent. <laughs> My family. My family. <laughs> uh, give, me, give me that Forrest Gump on line two. <laughs> line two. God, Oregon versus Oklahoma uh, at nine fifteen on ESPN. So just stay on ESPN. You're good to go. Um, the two OUs, if you will. Um, I wonder if um, Venables is coaching that. Someone will definitely posted, be coaching that. Well, Lincoln Riley is definitely not coaching it. No, I wonder who's. Wait, and all the coordinators are gone too. Someone posted. So, uh, an OU fan posted in our Discord that the OU Oregon game will be a blowout. They just don't know which way, which is the most accurate statement I've heard about that well, game. Well, well, so Cristobal's not going to be with with Oregon, 
and right. Venables is going to be with Oklahoma, presumably. Yeah, Oklahoma so... will at least have a coach, but he—I mean—he won't have an offensive oh, coordinator okay. or any of the defensive okay. coach. All right, predictions. Who's going to be coaching for Oregon in this game? Is it going to be Chip Kelly? Is he going to be hired by Oregon, no. or who no. do we think? Well, did is Morehead? Did Morehead leave already? I know he got a job at Akron, but is he gone? Oh yeah, he he did get a job at Akron. We didn't we didn't really talk about Akron because it's Mullen? Akron. Well, but... About Mullen. Dan Mullen? Yeah. I don't know. I don't Very know. Man. Sure. I don't uh, know. I mean, he likes wearing Jordans anyway, so it's Nike school. Uh, yeah. Uh, I don't know how I feel. Oh what, wait, whatever. we know who we know who's coaching Oklahoma in the bowl game. It's Bob Stoops. Remember we talked. This is the whole thing. Is he gonna? Do you think he's actually gonna I coach don't think him in the bowl game anymore? Now that they have their coach? No, he's gonna do it. He was named interim coach for the bowl game. Bob Stoops is gonna coach the bowl game. Uh, okay. Maybe. Maybe. Maybe they'll he's just gonna, let he, Venables do recruiting for the he, whole time. He's gonna do the Fox game beforehand, the Fox free show beforehand, <laughs> and then run over to the sideline. <laughs> it's like, all right, guys, I gotta switch headsets. Uh, I'll see you later. All right, <laughs> I gotta, go, I got a <laughs> plane to catch. All right. Um, yeah, I don't, I don't know who goes to Oregon. Dan Although, Mullen is interesting, but he's so fucking weird. I don't know. If, uh, I don't know. I really don't don't know what to think about that. I, I think they would enjoy the his offense, but um, I'm not sure if I have a good feel on on him going that far that far west. But who knows? I feel like Chip Kelly's probably they're probably going to go the Chip Kelly route. That, that's my take on it. But who knows? Dave, Ar- Dave Aranda. Dave Aranda. Yeah. That that would be a good call, actually. I I, I think Dave Aranda is awesome. I could see that. He's from the West Coast. I mean, I think that that would be a, a really good pick if they went that route. Now, now that I said that, he's probably going to flame out in like a year and a half and they're going to fire him. But who knows? Well, I, that's been happening a lot recently. I feel like he's a super solid pick, which is why it probably won't work. So there you go. Uh, 1230, we got Pitt at, uh, or sorry, Pitt versus Michigan State, Sparty, at seven on ESPN. Uh, keep in mind, these are not the only bowl games. These are just the ranked ones, et cetera, et cetera. I think we've mentioned that a couple times. These are not the only ones, but we only have so much time. So uh, Kenny Pickett versus... Uh, that game's disgusting. It is disgusting. <laughs> I can't wait. It's um, going to be like... I Pitt's <laughs> offense has like fallen off a cliff in the last few... Like, they're like kind of like a, a, sh- a shadow over their former selves. And Michigan State's defense is awful. I Pitt might do it like Ohio State did to Michigan State. Like a billion to nothing? All right. Yeah. Mm. Okay. And after they just gave Mel Tucker a huge contract at Michigan State. Yeah, good times. College football is not broken at all, people. All right, New Year's Eve. We got. Um, also, keep in mind this is the d- same day we got playoff games going on. So anyway, for Wake Forest for some reason. Wake Forest uh, versus Texas A&M at eleven on ESPN. There you go. Um, I think that's actually a decent game. I think that's actually an awesome game, personally. Um, that's probably the best one we've got on here so far, to me. Uh. Oregon versus Oklahoma is also interesting, but Wake Forest versus Texas A&M is going to be fun. Yeah. Um, I I don't know if Texas A&M can keep up offensively, but their defense is, is pretty solid from what I've seen. Um, 
also, I'm not sure how well Wake Forest mesh uh, offense thing is going to work versus Texas A&M, but we'll see about that as well. Um, that's why uh, I think it's a very interesting game. <laughs> yeah. With A&M, I, I think they just have like probably better line talent. Yeah, the kind of like nip nip Wake Forest in the in the bud a little. I think they're going to beat the shit out of Wake Forest uh, mesh offense, honestly. But we'll yeah. we'll see how that goes. Uh, that, but, that's why I know, think it's it, a very fun game. It does come down. I mean, it does come down to which A and M, which version of the A and M quarterback shows up. Mm-hmm. So, for sure, if he's Stephen Garcia, is it then you know obviously Texas A and M will win. Man, Stephen Garcia, like, man, he's like fucking a uh, couple coeds showing up hungover and winning the bowl game. You know. As long as Hell he doesn't, yeah. as long as he doesn't show up in his Colorado shape, that's right. That game, he was pretty shitty. Uh, January first, New Year's. So happy New Year's. We got uh, Penn State versus Arkansas uh, at twelve on ESPN oh. two. Oh. That's like a that's a hangover game right there to watch. Actually, <laughs> both of game. these games are. That's a game to not to like be watching. Not sure if the hangover is still happening or you're <laughs> recovering yet. <laughs> it's, that's is that your hair of the dog game yeah <laughs> the only way we can we can do anything with this hangover is just to give it more just feed it more bullshit. booze yeah just feed it more alcohol it, it'll, I mean, it'll be fine just, just keep drinking you can watch it <laughs> years that's probably the same time right i mean does it does anyone else feel the same way like i i think arkansas kind of kills them i don't know i mean they I beat they, auburn that they might they might womp on them. I mean, they, they it, might. Auburn was not it, good though. And they Auburn is, Auburn's weird. Auburn. Auburn's weird. I mean, mm. I don't I don't think Auburn's very good now. At least early in the year, that they, they were pretty good. I think Arkansas beat them early in the year. They they were good then. Uh, I don't know what Auburn is now. They're they're just they they are weird. I'll, I'll give them that. Auburn's always weird. They're they're just team chaos. No matter when you play them, I, I guess that's a good summary of Auburn's yeah, abilities. Like, they're like destroy you or destroy themselves, and and yeah, they're, yeah. and they don't know that going in either. Honestly, that they, they don't care. That's the thing about Auburn. They they don't <laughs> care if they destroy themselves or you. It doesn't Did, matter. Is, is that backup quarterback going to have uh, at least one functioning ankle? Probably. I don't know. Who cares? I mean, I don't just know roll the dice. I, I didn't watch. Maybe I don't know if he had a like a high ankle sprain or if it's who knows. I mean, by that time, he's probably. I mean, that's almost a month from now. If it's a high ankle sprain, he's probably good to go by then. I think that's forty six weeks from what I remember. Anyway, sorry. Um, also, on the same day, New Year's, we got Iowa versus Kentucky. Ooh, oh, uh, Kentucky's gonna beat the shit out of them. That's at one Is o'clock. It, on I ABC. think that's the Outback Bowl, right? I think so. I, I like I said, I, I didn't put names that, in here. Ken, Kentucky's gonna like, destroy that's, them. That's like peak Outback Bowl game. Yeah, yeah. Um, I don't see any way that Iowa wins that game. Watch them win that you, game and extend Ferentz by five years. Yeah. Um, I, 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 hey, all I see is some more money. He needs a dub. All I, all I see in their future is just more like grumpy Ferentz. You know, arms crossed. You know, camera shots. He's just like, not, not, not today. I I feel like Kentucky's actually promising and doesn't make me hate 
like Iowa almost makes me hate watching college football. Um, <laughs> yeah. Kentucky does not make me feel the same way. Kentucky makes me feel good things because they're like, okay, they're, they're not the top of the sport, but they're really trying their hardest with what they have. And they, they do a really good job. Like, like Mark Stoops does a hell of a good job with the talent that he has. And if there's anything good in this world, he will beat the shit out of uh, Ferentz in whatever way he's trying to set back the game of college football by 20 years. Um, that's it for the uh, ranked games other than playoff and uh, New Year's Six. We'll have some kind of a preview out before those games. Uh, Turd of the Week is coming back next year. Pac-12 After Dark is coming back next year. Um, Andrew, do you want to do questions or pick from last mm, week first? I do have some questions here. We have two. Okay. Okay. Uh... Let's see. A Kentucky uh, fan asks, who is the OSU fan rooting for, Bama, Georgia, or Michigan, since he cannot be picked? Okay. Uh, well, I can't root for Michigan ever. It's in right. my blood. Right. And I would like someone new to win it, so by default, I will root for Georgia. Ugh. Okay. All right. Cool. Uh, next question from an Alabama fan. What were Jordan Davis's? There's an extra S on this for some reason. Stats of the day after the SEC championship game. Probably not good. Otherwise, you wouldn't bring it up. I'm going to assume so. Uh, he finished with four tackles the other day. He didn't have any uh, tackles for loss or sacks in that game. He I finished mean, that's with not 27. Tackles. He finished with 27 hands on hips. He had 28 tackles on the year and um, uh, two sacks. I mean, he's not really a he's not really a sacks guy. Um, I I don't know. I'm not really sure what this question is getting at, but I mean, I, I that was a question. <laughs> I asked the questions that are in the thing. Yeah, I I get it. All right, pickums. Uh, this will be there'll be one more round of pickums for the New Year Six in the playoffs. Uh, but okay. this will be the the uh. Did you put the pen- link in? The- the is this pen, a recap? Or he doesn't, he doesn't want to the, the pen, Where's the, the link? Pen, the penultimate. Is that the right word? Okay, there's the link. Thank you. Penultimate. Uh, all right, so up first we had Baylor at Okie State in the Big 12 Championship game. Uh, myself Woo! and Tom picked Okie State. Not great. I had a good week. Sorry, continue. Uh, then we had Houston at UC, uh, and we said, would UC cover by 10.5? Tom and the coin said yes, and they did. Then uh-huh. we had Wake Forest Pitt, ACC Championship game. Andy and Tom picked Pitt. That was correct. Uh, then we had Oregon at Utah. We all picked Utah because that was the only way that goes. Yep. And we had Iowa at Michigan. Michigan was favored by 10 and a half points. And your Lockhart mm-hmm. goal pick of the week was Michigan wins by three scores. Those were all correct. Great job. What was everyone. that other one? Lockhart goal pick. Everyone has fun. Yeah, everyone was. That was my other. That was my bonus Lockhart goal pick. Everyone what was does that have mean? Fun. Everyone had fun. You you made up mine by the way. We, I, we don't think, I don't think I don't think Andy had fun this weekend. And then the Bama Georgia Georgia was uh, uh, Andy and Mike picked Bama and Andy's uh-huh. go dog sick and Wolf Wolf was ugly by twenty. I will have everyone know if you go back and listen to the podcast. I did not say that Andrew fabricated that. He put I that want in you, okay. Me. So time out. That's I, fine. But we you can go even further back. And I didn't say that. And Andrew picked UGA for you in a game. And then mm. when UGA won, you didn't correct him. But I did not say ah, go dog sick him with Wolf by 20. I did I not say matter. that. Ever. It doesn't matter. You're okay with his picks for you. 
when they come true. But to you, be fair, I don't care what that he put this in there. My pick was correct, which was Bama. <laughs> so that made last week Andy went five and one. Ahead, wait, 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 wait. I, I was just so in. I did pick. I did pick Alabama, but I know I said that I'm just going with a straight up Homer pick. I actually don't believe that Alabama was going to win. And I then, and, and then Andy followed up, like n- no hesitation, Bama. I do believe I that mean, you didn't think Bama was going to win because you slept through half the game. He believed it. <laughs> I just, I, for some reason, I thought he's just. You know, I mean, I thought he's trying to keep pace. No, I thought Bama was going to win because until it happens, I don't believe otherwise. Smart. Uh, so that means Andy went five and one last week. Y- y'all uh, think I'm a homer? You, you Mike you don't went four realistic. Two. I went two and pretty four. Pretty about the secondary all season. Tom Sometimes. went four and two. Coin went four and two. Bringing your current season standings going into the final week to the coin in thirty nine and forty five. Oh no, I'm in last place now. Thirty eight and forty six. <laughs> I'm in last place. The coin at thirty nine and forty five. Like, uh, I don't understand, man. Week. Like championship week is like I feel like the easiest week. That's like your catch up week. How did you go two and four that week? That's what I get for believing in Georgia. Uh, you believed in a lot day, of things we, this we week. Talk, there was a there was a week where we, you know, I don't know if he wrote it down. But we we asked, is the coin going to get the five hundred or not? Yeah, I don't think the coin's getting five hundred, y'all. They're going to have to go six and zero next time. Yeah, it could do it still. It's still it's still in play last week. Uh, Tom's in third place at forty four and forty. Uh, Andy in second place at fifty one thirty three, and Mike in first place at fifty three and thirty one. Yeah, but puckering last week, uh, Mike and Andy. I bet you guys are going to be picking uh, based on what the other person picked. Hold up, are we not? Are we not picking any of these? Uh, any no, of these games? The no. We're going to pick okay. next oh. week in the New Year Six, and we're going to oh. do New Year okay. okay. Six and playoffs. Okay, all right. Just clarifying. All right. So the next well, episode will have the final picks. The penultimate, if you will. I already said that. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. This was the penultimate. Okay, fine. Um, I do not... All right, I'm checking the the podcast email. I do not see any updates on the assembly line. I will well, see if I can I get some she, updates. I don't think assembly. she knew that we were going to record on a Monday night. So that was your That's fault, fair. probably. All right, maybe we'll have to do a special episode with just myself reading an email from the assembly line <laughs> update. Or however it goes, I don't know. Or maybe it'll actually it'll probably just wait until we record next time. But that's too much work to record and oh, upload all this shit. Did you also mention like what Vegas was would be with for uh, the season? Vegas is fifty-two and thirty-two, which is um, basically pretty, pretty much winning. And, yeah, it's like, pretty I'm, much like, winning. I'm yeah. one game on. I'm one game up in Vegas, and Andy's one game behind Vegas. Yep. Well, to so be fair, you... I I pick Vegas against the spread always, as opposed to just straight up in most of these picks. So yeah, I don't, I don't know, I don't know what guys, that is. Your guys' record would be quite as good if we did against the spread for every game. I think what this comes so, down to is if you just follow Vegas and you just bet money consistently, how Vegas goes, uh-huh, you, would, yeah. you would you would be would, ahead. That yep, that, that's a great thing to put out in the ether. That's definitely how it works. Just go with Vegas every time. They're always right. You'll always win money in the long run. Always. <laughs> hey, Vegas, Vegas they, is designed. They, they, Vegas, the, Vegas. The house always loses. You. Yeah, Vegas the house is always loses. To pay you. Yeah, it's, it's definitely yeah. And everyone you knows. always win. Everyone knows that the everyone knows that that saying is the house always loses. Yep. Uh-huh. Yeah. That's in the long the run, is you're designed to win money. <laughs> yeah. Always. That's, right. That's, That's right. why everyone loves Vegas because they all win there. 
<laughs> they all win there. Vegas only loses. That's right. <laughs> yep. Vegas is like a 401k. It always goes up. Yep. It's amazing they can keep building those big casinos with all these losses they're, they're taking. You must dumb be getting bitch. money from the government for it. We're <laughs> getting bailout. It's all those penny slots. Yep. <laughs> it's, well, <laughs> it probably is. It actually is. Penny slots make up like 80% of Vegas revenue. Yeah. God, penny slots I mean, are kind of fun, though. How many, how many old aunts and grannies are up there with like buckets of pennies? I, I ain't got buckets no more. <laughs> Good luck finding any machine with a real coin. Yeah, I was going to say, you're, oh. you're not finding any real coins these days. <laughs> yeah. I've never been to Vegas. So I don't really gamble, so. I wonder if that lets you, uh, you, you should bet just go with there Bitcoins, for the experience. Right? Can, can you, you bet can with Bitcoins there? I assume so. Probably. Yeah. You can All at right. least convert them at the cash. All right. Our new, spon- our new podcast sponsored by Crypto.com yeah. or <laughs> whatever it is. <laughs> I don't right, know. That, that, that'll be the next episode. Teach Mike Crypto. How to gamble? Yeah. Oh. Oh. Teach. Oh. Gamble with Crypto. Gambling with Crypto. And- All right. All right. Anyway, that that's the episode, I guess. I don't I don't know where to go from here. We have no emails. Send us your emails to podcast at academicallyineligible dot com. Uh, if you have any tips for Mike uh, getting into gambling, uh, possibly uh, in crypto, in crypto or with pennies, um, send those uh, send those to us. Podcast at academicallyineligible dot com. We'll uh, make sure and, and let Mike know your your tips. And uh, with all that being said, I would say tune in next week, but uh, it'll probably be a couple weeks. But tune in next time. Uh, stay tuned in this podcast feed for another episode of the Academically Ineligible Podcast. Peace. Our intro song is called Tech It. The author is Pipe Choir. The song is available at pipechoir.com. And this is using the Creative Commons Attribution 4.0 International License. Thank you. <laughs>